When schedules are released for each season, there are many factors that one must take into account in order to have the right preparation. I'm going to help you understand how to properly condition and prepare yourself as a fan for each college football season today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Guru! What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Game Time Guru. I'm your host, Shane Larson. I want to remind you that you can find me on social media. If you go to Facebook, type in the Game Time Guru, and you can find me there. Follow the page. If you have Instagram, type in at Game Time Guru. Search for my page there, just Game Time Guru. There's no the in front of it. So at Game Time Guru on Instagram. You can see the behind-the-scenes footage, the day-to-day behind my podcast and stuff like that. Uh, I do stories and I post, you know, pretty consistently on Instagram. So follow me there, at GameTimeGuru. And on Twitter, where I'm also very active, it's at the GameTimeGuru on Twitter. Um, I, you know, I try to interact with as many people as possible and just basically post sports-related topics. So anyways, follow me on social media. Also, I want to make sure that I emphasize this. Um, If you're listening to this podcast on Facebook, uh, on the video, I would encourage you to go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast or go to Stitcher and subscribe or Google Play Music and subscribe. It's all free, but I I would encourage you to do that because the difference is when you subscribe to a podcast and you have it, you know, one of those apps or whatever, you have iTunes, whatever, you can download each episode or whatever and listen to it at your own convenience. So if you're like listening to it at work and then you have a meeting pop up, well, you can pause the podcast and then easily just pull it back up on your phone and listen to it when you get back. Uh, Same thing if you're at the gym and you're listening to the podcast there and, you know, you finish up with something, you need to pause it, you can pause it and listen to the rest of it at your own convenience, right? And you can listen to it at the the speed you'd like to listen to it at. Um, Basically, it just makes it you know, more personalized for you. So I would encourage you to go and subscribe to the podcast. If you do subscribe, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So I'm sitting here, guys, um, on a Tuesday. And I'm recording this on a Tuesday. I know you're going to be listening to this on Friday, but I'm recording on a Tuesday. And I'm still trying to recover from the near heat stroke that I had at the Boise State home opener against Troy this Saturday. Now, I consider myself a pretty big fan of sports in general, especially Boise State football. And, you know, we put in a lot of hard work as fans. We we get ready for the season. We get excited. And, you know, we're we're pretty important. You know, we're the 12th man, um, the fans in the stadium. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into being a fan. But, uh, man, I, I definitely did not prepare myself. So I don't want to sound like one of those fans. But, honestly, like, I didn't take the right steps in preparing myself. And, uh I'm going to tell you guys what to do to take the proper steps in, uh, so you, you avoid what I did. Um, so one of the first things you need to do as a fan when the schedule comes out is you need to check the weather for each game, okay? So the whole two or three weeks leading up to this Boise State home opener, okay, all we heard was, for one, the ticket sales were down, and a big complaint was the fact that it was going to be hot. It, it, it was about 100 degrees exactly um, at that game. This is a 145 kickoff first weekend of September in Boise, Idaho. It's it's pretty pretty warm. And I was getting so frustrated. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I've been through hotter games than this, which I have. And not only have I been through hotter games, I've actually been through them in the humidity. Um, but I was frustrated at our fans for complaining that it was going to be hot. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But the problem is I didn't prepare. Uh, so I thought I could just do the norm, you know, just show up 
go to the game, but I forgot to hydrate myself and bring the proper attire. So I'm going to go ahead and explain to you what you need to bring to these games because the Boise State fans, we're used to the cold games. We're used to those late kickoffs. You've probably seen them on ESPN. Late kickoffs, 8 o'clock, and some sometimes those are in November, uh, late November, that is. So, yeah, our games get over at midnight. I've been through a 9-degree, 8-degree game against San Diego State a couple years back when the kickoff was at you know 8 o'clock, 8.30 on a Saturday night in November. Ridiculous, okay? So, but we're not used to these hot games, which is why I think I almost had a heat stroke. So I'm gonna tell you what you need to bring um, and a couple things that you need to do to properly prepare and condition yourself for the season ahead um, so that you don't run into the same issue that I did. First thing is, man, bring some sunglasses. So sunglasses are gonna help your eyes so they don't strain as much, thus giving you more energy later in the game to scream your head off, okay? I'll talk about screaming here soon. But yeah, man, sunglasses. I got to the game. I'm like, man, I should have brought some sunglasses. I could tell that I was getting a headache because the sun was making my eyes squint. It was hot, but I, I couldn't see. And when, you know, when I'm affected by that, I can't scream. And, you know, I feel like I take just as much pride in the in the quarterback getting sacked as the defensive lineman does. So, you know, like I felt like I couldn't contribute to the sacks and the and the pressure we were putting on the quarterback, you know, that game. So yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty rough. So make sure you bring some sunglasses if it's hot outside and there's some sunshine. Um, you'll also want to make sure you hydrate. I mentioned hydration 24 hours before the game. You don't want to just show up to the game uh, without anything in your system. So uh, I'll tell you why. You're going to be dripping sweat if it's hot. And in the event that the stadium decides to be out of bottled water before halftime begins, <coughs> Albertson Stadium, uh, you want to make sure that your body doesn't go into shock mode once it's already released as much sweat as is physically possible. So just keep that in mind. Um, you're going to be sweating. You need some water. I got to almost halftime, and I don't know if I could sweat anymore because there was nothing there, which was just causing my body to be so exhausted. So I went to go get water, and I literally got the last bottled water at our stand. of food. There's lines upon lines in there um, trying to get water. And when I get out there, I said, hey, I need two bottled waters. She grabs one. She goes, this is the last one. And then all of a sudden, they're like, we're out of bottled water. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. It hadn't even been. It was second quarter. <sighs> so make sure you hydrate 24 hours before the game because you never know if there's going to be enough water for you while you're there. And you definitely can't bring your own liquids in. So make sure you hydrate. Now, also, if your hair is thinning like mine is, um, make sure you wear a hat. Now, I say this because this is going to help you so you don't sunburn. You get the sunburn on your scalp, Okay. Uh, and it will also give you a little bit of shade from the heat. So you're, you know, you're a little bit cooler. So make sure you bring a, a hat, sunglasses, make sure you properly hydrate. And then also do not, do not wear pants. Now, if you're checking the weather report and you see that it should be roughly hundred degrees of the game, make sure that you're wearing the lightest clothing possible. Okay. Cause pants are going to overheat you and make you miserable before you even reach halftime, just like it was. Um, and then on the other side of things, if it's cold, do not wear shorts. I've made that mistake before. Um, so when it's hot, though, don't wear pants. This was a pretty pretty rough game, a good learning experience for myself and a good friend of mine. So anyways, let's talk about the cold games. Don't wear shorts. Uh, make sure you get gloves that allow you to still move your hands but keep you warm. Um, you want to be able to move your hands to keep you warm. But I would also recommend bringing a jacket um, with a pocket where you can actually store hand warmers. Um, and you can get the hand warmers really cheap at Walmart. And I would 
suggest doing this before the season starts. That's why you check the weather report. This is step one, checking the weather report uh, for the games so that, you know, you got the, the hand warmers ready to go. You don't have to book it over to Walmart right before the game or the week before the game in case things come up. Go and prepare before it happens. And uh, you can always have, you know, those hand warmers, stick them in the gloves, stick them in your shoes. Uh, but don't bring thin shoes. Make sure you get a pair of boots if it's cold outside because if you're wearing a pair of Nikes, eventually that cold air is going to sift through and your feet are going to be freezing and you won't be able to feel them. Um, so anyways, if you wear the proper attire for the, the weather, it's going to help you become a better fan. Part of being a fan requires a lot of screaming. So when you are more comfortable with the weather and you aren't just sitting there dizzy, you know, thinking of jumping into the ice cold river just down the street, you're going to be more capable of screaming late into the game. And that's when your team needs you the most. Okay. They need the crowd to be loud late in the fourth quarter. You know, when the opposing team is making their game winning drive, it's third and seven, you know, how on earth are you going to contribute? If you don't have a voice, you need to be able to scream. So for the past three seasons, Listen here, I've struggled to maintain a clear voice after the first quarter. I don't know what it is, but I just I have a hard time. Like last year, after the first Boise State touchdown, I already knew it was going to be a long night because I didn't train myself for that kind of screaming. You know, the screaming so hard that you don't want to breathe or that you don't breathe for about 60 seconds. Like you nearly black out and fall over. You know, the moment when you're high-fiving everyone around you, including the person right behind you who like two minutes ago just yelled at you to sit down which I'll actually get to in a moment. So you need to make sure that you're training your voice for the season ahead. So you have to get your vocals ready for that rigorous four-month terrain, you know, so that when your team makes a bowl game, you have something to give them at the end of the, you know, the end of the season. Otherwise, you'll just be a mute when the, you know, the team needs you the most. So you just got to be able to properly train your voice and your vocals so that you can scream um, and not lose your voice. I mean, a couple of years ago, we were watching Michigan State uh, we, we opened up at Michigan State, and I think we scored a touchdown on a fumble recovery. It was like a fumble slash interception, like hit the quarterback or something. The ball popped up. We caught it. D-lineman returns it for a touchdown. We were screaming so loud in the house, I literally didn't have a voice afterwards. Like, And it was already for, it was first quarter, and I couldn't scream the rest of the time. And that was just watching it on TV. It's because I wasn't properly trained. And a lot of fans go through this because they're not used to screaming at that you know intensity. So make sure that you, you know, Warm up your vocals, just like a singer would do, you know? If you want to contribute to the team, not only in the first game, but all the way through the, to, the, to the bowl game, you've got to be prepared for that or else you're not going to be able to make it. All right, so you know how I mentioned that you'll, you'll get yelled at to sit down? Okay. Standing up is, uh, is a big part of, you know, a true fan, okay? So uh, the reason I get yelled at to sit down is because I'm obviously standing. Now, at Boise State, this is the only place I've been asked to, to sit down. Okay, I'm not sure why this is exactly, but just realize that at most stadiums, true fans will be standing for the majority of the games. I mean, I saw a 60-year-old, sorry, a 60-year-old man uh, that was standing at the Virginia Tech Boise State game in 2010, the entire game. Okay, so if you're a true fan, you should only be sitting during timeouts and quarter or halftime breaks. Now, this past weekend was a little bit rough for me as I definitely wasn't prepared for the season opener. I'm hoping this podcast will help others so they don't do what I did. I definitely was sitting a couple times because I seriously felt like I was going to pass out um, because I was not ready for the heat and everything else that came along with this game. So whether it's hot or cold outside, your, your knees are going to ache after standing. You're going to be standing the majority of the game. 
You got to take anti-inflammatory medication to help erase the pain, at least for the time of the game. So, you know, I always encourage you to take an ibuprofen if it's possible. Um, that also helps with the headaches from screaming so loud. Uh, but yeah, anyways, if you're standing, your, your joints are going to hurt. Now, with any sport, you need to ice your joints. So if your team is good, you're going to need to make sure your shoulders are stretched and par- you know, properly warmed up before each game. You know, you're going to spend a lot of time with your arms in the air. And if your team sucks... You'll probably have your arms crossed or down at your sides the whole time. So you need to make sure to, you know, do exercises in the off season to keep your arms mobile um, or, in, you know, week by week to keep them mobile because either one way or the other, your shoulders need to move, okay? Your back is going to hurt too. Uh, you need to make sure you're, you know, stretching, stretching and strengthening your lower back and making sure that it's ready for the weight of the season because it's about to be rested upon you. As a fan, it's rigorous, man. We go through a lot of hard, hard times and, ups and downs and it's physically and and mentally demanding you got to be ready for that so your lower back your knees uh ankles anything in your lower body basically and then your shoulders uh make sure that uh you're ready for when you're standing up and you're screaming just take the proper proper steps to get ready for that and to recover as well now another part and this is the last thing i'm going to touch base on for fans is the away games so if you're like me you're typically going to look for at least one away game that you and some buddies may try to go to. So there's nothing like an away game, if you guys haven't noticed. Okay, nothing like an away game. You're behind enemy lines. You're holding your ground with your own fans. But there's so much more stress that goes with the away games. You have a lot more emotion and adrenaline that you're going to experience and have to be ready for in these types of situations. So... Like, just for instance, list of some of the away games I've been to in the past seven years. Went to a Virginia Tech game. Uh, I've been to Reno, Nevada twice. Utah State. Georgia. BYU twice. And I probably will go for a third time this year and next month. And then, of course, the bowl games. You know, Fiesta Bowls. I was at the Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl when we did the hook and ladder for Boise State University, which was a very intense game. A lot of adrenaline. A lot of emotion. Um, I was at the Fiesta Bowl against Arizona. And uh, I've been to multiple Vegas Bowls um, where we played a variety of opponents, U of U, Arizona State, uh, University of Washington, a couple of those games. So away games or bowl games are a little bit more stressful mentally. Now, I did a podcast a couple weeks ago with Miles talking about the, the, the Black Friday loss to Nevada in 2010 when we missed the field goal and how that was one of the worst days that we've ever experienced. And that was an away game. And there was a lot more that went with that game than just missing a field goal. There was a lot of emotion that went into that game. I literally got sick. There was so much adrenaline. Um, you're going to have people ganging up on you. The fans are going to be talking trash and you have to hold your ground. You have to be positive. You have to stick with your, with your group. Cause you're the minority there. You, you don't have the majority of the fans and you have to stand your ground. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of trash talking. Uh, there's a lot of craziness that happens. So you just got to be able to handle the adrenaline rush. Otherwise, you're not going to enjoy the experience because you're going to be so caught up and so angry at the other fans that you won't even watch the game. So you have to mentally prepare yourself for those types of situations. This is like any kind of sport, right? Any sport that you play, when the adrenaline starts going, you have to be able to handle yourself and compose yourself so that you don't ruin the experience. Um, people that can handle themselves under pressure typically, you know, execute things better, especially athletes, right? Um, they're the ones we call clutch. You have to be a clutch fan, handle the pressure, the adrenaline. And if you don't like that, then you won't be able to last in the away games. So you got to prepare yourself 
for those types of games. So listen, you know, just like the athletes, we as fans, too, must train ourselves for the long season ahead of us. So the one uh, way that I would, you know, suggest doing this is by attending other sporting events during, you know, the breaks in between seasons. So if you're a college football fan, I'm speaking specifically for college football in this podcast, make sure you hit up some basketball games or, or some other football games. Or if you have, you know, the access to baseball games or soccer events, whatever it may be, go to those events and, and, you know, keep your body used to playing. It's like staying in playing shape is what I call it. Um, the only way you can stay in playing shape is to play. So the only way to be in, you know, good fan condition is to be a fan and go to those other sporting events and, and cheer your teams on and watch them on TV and get into it and get the nerves going. That way, when the time comes, you're prepared for it. Um, otherwise, you're going to end up like me. I'm still struggling right now. man. I, I, I was slurring my speech this morning trying to play ping pong with a buddy of mine at work. I, <laughs> I just felt like I was so exhausted, so mentally drained, and I think it was just because I wasn't used to the heat and I wasn't ready for the season like I thought I was. I'd better get ready, though, because this week, uh, when you hear this, I'll actually be on a plane to Columbus, Ohio, as I'm going to be watching the Ohio State-Oklahoma game. Um, it's going to be my first time in the shoe. So I'm pretty excited about it, uh, but I'm I'm going to have to do a little bit more. I'm going to have to make some adjustments. That's what they call it. Make, make the adjustments uh, from what I did wrong this week so that I can be prepared for this intense game that's going to be happening at the shoe in Columbus, Ohio. Um, so anyways, guys, don't make the mistakes that I did. Wear the proper attire. Check the weather. Make sure you're hydrating yourself. If it's an away game, prepare for it. If you're going to be standing, make sure you have the proper medications to, you know, the anti-inflammatories. Make sure you do the proper stretching and make sure that you're icing your joints uh, because it's going to be, it's going to take a toll on your body. Again, don't forget to find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and to make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn, find me on YouTube, whatever you want to do. Uh, but show me some support, man. I, I appreciate you all and the support you've already shown me, but I appreciate if I can get some more. So share the podcast, talk with your friends about it. Uh, leave me some comments or messages, whatever. Give me some ideas for podcast topics you'd like to talk about in the future. I'd be happy to to cover those um, and bring you on as a guest if you're interested. I like to talk to people about different sports topics because, like I said, the idea of this is to give you a panoramic view on sports. So once again, I'm Shane Larson. This is the Game Time Guru. We'll talk to you next week.